Hi guys, welcome back to the Debakery podcast. It's Adrian again, and I wanted to record this not really an intro but kind of an intro thing to give you guys a fair warning. So, this episode was supposed to be an alumni podcast where I got a couple of really cool alumni. Thank you guys for coming in, by the way. Um to just come on and talk about like Debakery versus college and college life and stuff. But uh, one hour and 15 minutes into the recording, the audio started going bonkers. So um, that was unpleasant, and I had to cut out a lot of the fun stuff. So I'm really sorry about that, but I hope you guys still find something in this episode that can brighten up your day. So yeah, and stick around at the very end for a little ending or summary or something. Okay, so I don't really have a beep to cut off this part and start the episode, but... uh. Beep. I'm projecting my voice. Oh, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Speak from the diaphragm, guys. Call maps. Speak from the diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> diaphragm. I'm Jennifer Lee. I graduated last year and I go to Rice University right now. Um, I'm ba- majoring in biochemistry and cell biology um, and might be minoring in business. I don't know, but pre-med track. Hello. Wow, this feels like the first two weeks of college and this is all <laughs> what people want to know about and you. first two weeks of high school. Yeah, first two weeks yeah. of high school. Two, two, um, I'm Emily Doe. I graduated last year and I go to the great superior University of Texas uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm currently studying biochemistry and pursuing a minor in Asian American studies I am also pre-med wait but, really yeah Asian American studies yeah Woo! that's kind of cool yes <laughs> so, um, yeah. wait is that like a specific or is that like a specific subset of I countries I can't even get through my introduction what roast him wait okay but is it like what is it like Eastern Asian? Is it like Russia? Is it um, Southeast I, Asia? I think it's all of Asia. <laughs> I mean, I haven't, wow. I haven't taken any classes for it yet just because my schedule hasn't allowed. Oh, there goes my phone. Because it hasn't really allowed me for it. But um, I guess like some classes that I saw that were on the like on the list for it was like I saw like an anime class. So Ooh. Oh. That's, Ooh. Like, Ooh. That's kind of okay. fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, I'm on board with this already. <laughs> oh yeah, I I'm pre-med too, cause oh yes, because yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, All right, uh, hi, my okay. name is Ricky Ben. Uh, my rank, what? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I go to the uh, University of Houston main campus. I po- I park in the uh, zone F. Um, <laughs> I am majoring in kinesiology and I'm pursuing uh, the PT route. Ooh. Um, Cool. Uh, my name is Donish. Uh, Donish Shake. Uh, I'm. Oh, well, I guess nobody. I guess nobody at the school knows me anymore. So I'm Ruhi's older brother. I go to Rice. Uh, I graduated last year, uh, and I'm in. I I'm in Brown College. Oh, so each should I specify? At Rice, the I guess uh, I the students are split up into dorms, and which dorm you each dorm has its own name. So I'm in this dorm called Brown College, where Mr. Widom went. So if you know Mr. And Stigan. And Stigan. Uh, Stig. Both, yeah, okay. Stiggy. Our boy Stiggy. Both of them formed over there, so oh God, uh, you can go ask them about that. Baker's still superior. Yeah. Uh, no, they're not. And you two. He said yes. Everyone. No. <laughs> okay, but what, what, what else do I have to say? Uh, major. Major. Yes. Pre-med, uh, maybe. Yeah, uh, yes, because I'm Indian and <laughs> Woo! I'm Houston, I'm pre-med. Oh, yeah, we're all like Asian in this. Yeah. Brown boy, kind of given, but I'm majoring in econ. And then, um, yeah, you guys know me. I'm Adrian. Hi. Okay, so... Woo, <laughs> yes! The first question, uh, pretty broad, but you can be completely honest about it. In fact, I, like, encourage you to. What was your experience at Dubai like? <laughs> so who wants to go first? I liked it. I honestly, like, for all the that we did Dubai right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he just could. I know, right? <gasps> <gasps> I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me just... Can you just say bleep every time? <laughs> for all the bleep that we got. Okay, for all, yeah. For everything <laughs> that we shy. say about Debakey, right, it's not so bad in the sense that, like, I wouldn't go back and do it again if I had to. Like, we went we went there, we came out, 
we definitely came out a lot better <laughs> prepared for college than we were when we were going in. I think, as opposed to all of the other public schools in HISD, we're much better prepared than anyone else. And besides that, like, as toxic as Debakey's crowd could be, they're still they're still technically <laughs> family. After four years, it's not it's not like it's not like you can't. It's like family. Yeah. 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 I mean, the whole family is like that. I mean, yeah. After four years, yeah, after four years, you you love you. I thought it was it was okay. I mean, okay, I I agree. Like, yeah, it did prepare us. I definitely like went into college, you know, with higher standards for myself and knowing. I think like what. I gained from Debakey was mainly like the students that I had around me mm-hmm. not necessarily like the school itself but like with the people that were going that I was going to school with just because going to Debakey made me realize like how competitive people can really be and like the higher standard that I need to put for, set myself up to you know so like coming out of Debakey it was just like I wasn't going to college like completely unknowing you know just thinking like oh it's gonna be easy or whatever you know like I definitely was coming in with a stronger mindset thinking that okay you know what I can't like slack off because like that was the mindset that I built up during my four years. Donna she mentioned something about Debicki being kind of toxic. So this is like a, this is I'm, I think this is something that a lot of people say right whenever whenever I talk to people who graduated my year or people who are about to graduate or they've left or they've left everyone who went yeah a lot of people start by saying that they don't miss debakey because they don't miss how cutthroat it was or how toxic it was right and i think that's a very umbrella catch-all term because mm-hmm. one most of the people that you meet are not going to be toxic yeah it's, the reason you think it's toxic is because there's always those one or two experiences that you've had that trump everything else yeah it doesn't trump everything else but it, it gives stands that out overtone mm-hmm. to everything else because most of the people i met right with the exception of jennifer here yeah uh, not a sh- too all of these other fine people here are amazing right Aww. but uh but he stuck with me for four years mm-hmm. unfortunately but the point is is that a lot of people have this impression that it's overwhelmingly toxic but even if it is overwhelmingly competitive i think that's all in all a better thing because if you're if you're going to be competitive about anything you may as well be competitive because at least it'll at least it'll get you somewhere. I think it was just difficult because, you know, I think a lot of people they didn't come into the bakey like they they can't at least for me like I came from a middle school where I thought like oh like I'm <laughs> you know and I, it was like a, like a really big surprise when I came you know? to the bakey and I was like wow there's like a lot of people that are definitely a lot have like a better work ethic than me and then they're definitely up there for mm-hmm. me and then I think it's really easy to get into the mindset that you're like oh I can't really handle this like. That, like there are these people that are always gonna be way better than me and I can't I can't really compare to them I think that's what people think when they say toxic mm-hmm. like and I also think the environment there too a lot of the faculty there kind of like push the idea like oh this is the bakey like yeah definitely here, like, you're supposed to be like this like mm-hmm. you're supposed to be pushing yourself like this and I think that's what people say when they say like it's toxic that I think that's what they mean just yeah. because like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's also a lot of like problems with admin I mean that's not that's something to be expected mm-hmm. but I think it's just also like the fact that you know Debakey really isn't your typical high school where you expect to have like a lot of extracurriculars going on and like a lot of events going on for yourself but um because you know Debakey has like that whole like oh we're a we're, we're a med- medical school you know mm-hmm. and like we're, we're giving you all of these experiences and stuff like that mm-hmm. so in like replacing replacing like sports or whatnot, whatnot we have like rotations or whatever and I guess that just kind of like takes out the fun out of the experience. Yeah. So that's what makes yeah. it, you know. I mean, it's still fun, but it's different. Yeah, yeah it's a different exactly. type of fun. I don't know. I feel like we were, like, sheltered from a lot of, like, the more movie-esque, like, type of experiences well, with, yeah, like, a bunch have, of bullying, like, like, fighting all the time. So like, we didn't have fights. We we had, we didn't have drugs to the extent that, mm. uh, that other schools do. Yeah. Right? And that's a good thing. That's definitely a good thing. We didn't have, uh, we didn't have, I guess, sexual assault or abuse in the way that other schools do. We don't have... I don't think we had any, like, pregnancies at all. Mm-hmm. Or at Why? least... The ones <laughs> 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 Congrats! <laughs> no, but, like... Or at least the ones that we did have, they didn't stay at the school. But... It's, like, a relatively good crowd. Yeah, it exactly. A, it is a very insulated mm-hmm. environment. 
Yeah. But I mean, like, high school experiences aren't just that, you know. I'm, like, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking of, like, homecoming no, games bad. and, like, all of the... Like, yeah, that too. All the events other, people, uh-huh. yeah, other schools have. Yeah. But I also think a big difference between DeBakey and other HIC schools was our size. Like, our class was tiny. We graduated with, like, 188. 188. Like, that's tiny. Like, going to UT, my chem class was 600 people. So, it's really small, and I think that's what also foster the idea of like this is a really toxic place because you know everyone you know everyone everyone knows you mm-hmm. and the fact that debakey i think debakey still does this where like they don't allow anyone to transfer in after mm-hmm. freshman year mm-hmm. i think it becomes a problem when it's just like everyone literally knows everyone and so mm-hmm. if something happens and everyone knows mm-hmm. about it everyone knows everything that's going on with you yeah so. but we never had we never had something like really horrible happen like for example i can see why that would be an issue if somebody like if somebody got pregnant or something like that. That I'm is a really Honestly. <laughs> uh, Do you have something to share? <laughs> oh, uh, the poor women. Those two aren't actually my sisters. They're my, no. <laughs> Whoa! I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's going to be edited. No. Hopefully. Right? Oh, don't edit it, please. Interesting. Please. <laughs> hopefully. No, I forgot where I was even going with this game. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Pregnancy. Pregnancy, right. <laughs> so, like... I'm sure that would be bad if somebody if somebody got pregnant or if something like horrible happened. Then I can see why this would be an issue. But because because nothing like that ever happened, everybody knowing each other, the worst that could happen was oh, some so and so couple broke up, and now the next day the entire school knows about it. No, I think it's just like you're you're comparing yourself with the same couple people. Like, yeah, over yeah. And over. Like I think that's that's the downside of it. Yeah, honestly. That's fair. So I came into Dubaki, uh because all three of my brothers graduated from there 2010 2007 and 2012 so there's like a big jump between how they experienced it because they didn't have like laptops or anything and i came in oh, having a laptop oh, right. Right. <laughs> right. it's crazy i mean they had their flip phones their razor and they had like their desktops but yeah i came in from uh middle school jane long middle school i checked like rankings coming into the Vakey of my middle school and out of like 330 middle schools it was ranked 300 Ooh. so you would see like where I'm at in terms of like work ethic I was surrounded by like a lot of oh, drugs yeah, yeah. there you go there you go um I was surrounded by like a lot of drug dealings and uh, there's this one day speaking of fights oh, we had no. <laughs> uh, we had seven fights in one day dang so I was surrounded by all of that and bullying, of course, since I was like one of the only Asians there. Uh, and the only reason I went there is because my brothers went there. So <laughs> my, my dad thought, oh, oh, this school is so good because your brothers went there, even though like I could have went to a different school. Um, but he's like, no, I just follow what your brothers are doing and you'll be fine. I mean, I'm fine, but if uh, I succumb to what they did, like drugs and all that, I don't know where I'd be right now. But coming into the Bakey, it was a real culture shock. I did not know how to write an essay. The essay that I wrote for the entrance exam oh, yeah. was literally like, if you can do this, that means anything is possible. Like, <laughs> some <laughs> random motivational yeah. speech. I think our prompt was like, I don't even remember that. Or something like that. Exactly. Oh, oh yes, I remember. Yeah. That, that, okay, so yeah. So I literally wrote like a motivational speech. If, you, if something, if someone talks about you in this way, don't mind it because <laughs> you're better than that. Like, some stupid, right? <laughs> And I don't know how I got accepted. Maybe because my brothers went here, but yeah. Well, maybe because it was a good motivation. Maybe. Yeah. They, they, like, they were motivated. motivated. Yeah. Got heart. But yeah. Uh, other than that, I just set myself to work harder in terms of my work ethic because that first year or so is what allowed me to push forward for the rest of the year. Uh, I remember Miss Wynn. She really did set me in no. my place. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, she set so, all of us in our places on the Oh, yeah. For, for AP geometry, she was like, you need to work on your, your crap <laughs> or else I'm going to bring you down to uh, magnet geometry. So I started working because I got like a C in one of the classes because I never was in this mindset, oh, oh A's and everything because uh, all the classes were so easy in middle school. Like I didn't even need to try. But yeah, um, other than that, I feel like freshman year was what set my work ethic straight. Yeah, yeah, you brought up like teachers. I think there are still like it's it's really unfortunate that Dr. Williams left. Like I yeah, I, I really appreciated her as me my too. chem teacher because she taught me a lot and like she really pushed me. But I think that's also one one good thing about like yeah, there are some some teachers that 
about a little. <laughs> but there are definitely like really good ones that mm-hmm. like that really push you and like teach you in a way that you've never been taught before. Yeah. And I definitely I appreciate that experience. Well, they push you really hard. Like it, I remember seeing you just like like seeing all my other friends from other schools. You're like, yeah, like. I have, like, half a day off, like, since I'm, like, I, I could graduate now. Or, like, they'll look at my classes that I've taken, and they're, like, you know, like, at my school, like, you could have graduated by now. And, like, but meanwhile, we're, like, still, like, filling up our schedules of AP classes. Yeah. And, <laughs> I don't know, I, I, Honestly, I would not, I would not have known what to do with my life if, like, yeah, I definitely. Half day. <laughs> no, like, seriously, if you got out, like, the days that we had half days, what did you guys actually do? Sleep. Like, Catch up on sleep. Yeah, get lunch. You get lunch with your friends. You, like, sure maybe you'd go back and sleep but like there was never like there was like never anything that we really wanted to do and i know that like seriously changed for me in college because then you had so much free time you had to invent something in your head to do that would be like really really cool at college like what i really like about it now is that there's all there's you can literally do anything mm-hmm. like anything yeah. you want and yeah. that's what i'm like been trying to like figure out like i think my mistake was in high school like i was so set on like academics only academics and, you're very narrow-minded and, yeah very extreme yeah narrow-minded. you're like volunteer at a hospital or volunteer like a clinic or especially like you were... because we come from like backgrounds which are very very narrowly concentrated uh-huh. right like ricky it's has only... <laughs> yes yeah. everything ricky is to build that resume yeah, yeah i guess exactly. like everything that you did followed in the steps of your brothers yeah. i i like yeah, i come from a family that's very stem oriented right mm-hmm. it, like it didn't occur to my parents that arts was a big thing until like my sisters came along like several years later but so everything that i did was very stem oriented mm-hmm. uh, and things like that and so it's very narrow-minded in high school but once you get to college not only do you have the time but the college is willing to provide the resources yeah. for you to do yeah mm-hmm, definitely. and then uh and then there are other people who are also really yeah cool. it's so inspiring yeah it's, it's meet, actually inspiring you meet non-debaki cool. people i know right? wow. and they actually have a life in general like there's a guy who lives i think a floor above me in my dorm who uh last year he biked the entire appalachian trail Name. and then who he went to he went to japan to learn how to make matcha tea wow oh he's a yeah gray was telling me he's like a tea connoisseur yeah, he's cool Wait, no, I was like, if he biked the entire Appalachian Mountains, I can't even go up the stairs. Okay. Because five floors should train you for that. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Out of breath going up three flights of stairs. So would you say college has given you an opportunity to grow as a person? Oh, Definitely. Yeah. For sure. Oh my that God. being said, it is only our first semester. So I mean, like, I mean, I you can feel the difference. Yeah, you can definitely yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, after yeah. your first semester, like, we're probably overestimating because it's our first semester. Like, we probably don't expect the same amount of growth from the next Yeah, probably not. No, but, but we've so already, like, coming like, from DeBakey, yeah. like, our choices were kind of limited in mm-hmm. terms of extracurricular yeah. activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate that, like, at colleges, at least for me, like, what I found that was all of the, like, we call it orgs at UT, but all the clubs, like, they're a lot more serious. Like, you you won't find a group that's inactive, like, that, because I feel like that was kind of a trend. Like, mm, I don't know, like, because I, I found that, like, at college, like, when people make a call up it's not like to pop onto the resume it's like they're genuinely interested into it and you will find like lots of other people that are also uh-huh. like who either like have done it before or like you know maybe want to like start doing it too and that's what i like like there's always going to be something for you to do because like these people they don't just like you know set it set up a club for no reason mm-hmm. you know and then like right. not really do anything for the rest of the year but instead like they're pushing you to do like activities with them and i don't know that's what i really like right okay. now yeah yeah so would you say you guys like regret going to the bakery at all? Like, did missing out no. on that quintessential? I don't think so. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look, if we had gone to say, uh, so I think about this sometimes. That uh, what if I had gone to Carnegie, or what if I went to Bel Air? Because those were, the, those were the three. <laughs> honestly, those were the three other big big schools that I yeah. had as my options. Most I people did. School, mm-hmm. and uh, it was very much. The three good ones that I could name off the top of my head were Carnegie, Bel Air, and DeBakey, mm-hmm. right? And so if I went to Carnegie or Bel Air, right, I'm sure, I'm sure in hindsight, I would have, I would have thought the same way that I thought about DeBakey, right? Because no matter, no matter whether or not you have sports or not, the thing that makes the school, that makes the high school experience, is your friends. Yeah. And so as long as you make friends, it really doesn't matter, mm-hmm. because yeah. you'll still go into college and still like open your boundaries beyond mm-hmm. anything that you can imagine so yeah. i don't think i don't regret it whatsoever i mean what i can't think of a better replacement 
Yeah, me neither. Um, I came from out of district, so coming into Tabiki is a whole new experience for me. I had to make a bunch of new friends, um, and I'd already gone to elementary and junior high with like the same group of people because it was all people from the same neighborhood. Um, and I mean, I always like wonder like, well, what if I went to my zone school? And I'm just like, well. <laughs> It would have been the same people. I mean, it's fun and everything. Um, I probably would have stayed in band and, like, they actually have a football team and everything. But Tabeki has really... It's taken away opportunities in a sense, but also, like, it's opened new doors. Like, I probably wouldn't have been able to go on rotations. And as a student that's doing pre-med, that's really, really cool. Um, and also, like, I feel like I met so many like cool people even though we're kind of like oh it's a little bit toxic but I mean personally I thought Tabiki was pretty chill um for the most part like I mean I definitely had like that one like mental breakdown every semester where I was like oh my gosh I like suck at life (laughs) yeah um but I mean like at the end of it you're like wow I actually like grew my writing doesn't suck anymore like I was reading some of my essays (laughs) for like freshman year because I was helping my brother like with his stuff and I was like wow I could not English um (laughs) But, like, there's definitely been growth, like Emily said, and, like, even though we have, like, missed opportunities, we, I mean, over the summer, we always had time, and I would always be bored and do random things. So, I mean, we were lacking opportunities, but also we had, like, opportunities outside of school to, you know, do whatever we wanted. So, I, I think there was a little bit of a balance, even though it was definitely a little bit skewed, too. So, your attitude on Debakey has changed since leaving it? Like, did you hate it back then, or is it still the same? I feel like, I don't know, personally, I didn't hate it. I was kind of just like, everyone else is saying they hate it, so let me just jump on this, like, bus, you know? Um, I mean, it was, yeah, like, it was definitely really tiring. I don't know, because I, I, I don't want to say, like, I completely regretted the experience, because, like, those four years made me who I am, no, all that. <laughs> but there's definitely still parts of it, like, like, just, like, constantly, like, every day, like, you know questioning like my capability and then like looking down at myself and like being like really insecure about what I could do and then I don't know I just feel like there are definitely times where like Jennifer said you're like your occasional mental breakdowns like I don't want to make light of it but like I definitely did have some where it was just like I genuinely like didn't think like I couldn't make it anywhere in my life because I wasn't meeting the standards that I thought that like Mm -hmm. Debakey had for me you know so yeah do you think there's anything current students can do to like mitigate that kind of pressure Um, I think my, like, my biggest problem was just that, like, I didn't really have anything else to look to other than just school, like, just academics. Like, I really wish that, like, I wasn't so concentrated on, like, okay, I need to, like, build up this, like, perfect resume where, like, I volunteered here and volunteered that. But, like, I really wish that, like, you know, I made the time to, like, find something that I really did enjoy and, like, stuck to it. Because I never did that. Like, I never had, like, any... You know, I, and I didn't really have, like, any other activity that wasn't related to the bakey, like, wasn't related to school that I could really go to and, like, give myself a, you know, a break of mind. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think in order to, like, achieve that, though, I would really recommend, like, time management, which I know you guys all, like, have all heard this before, and I definitely did all of high school. Didn't implement it really well until, like, for one semester of junior year, but, like, do the homework the dates assigned. <laughs> Like, this is this is all, like, everything you've heard before. But actually, like, I did it for that one semester in junior year. It was really, really helpful. Um, like, I had so much more time. I wasn't staying up until, like, 2 or 3 in the morning. Not that I ever did that, of course. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it's really helpful. And at that point, you, like, have time a little bit. And it's a lot less stressful when you're not, like, pushing the deadlines. Um, but that definitely takes a lot of, like, self-control and actually, like, practicing time management and being organized. Um, but it, it's really helpful. For me, it was very much... If you want to do better in school or if you want to get rid of the pressure like regressing and doing less work would make the pressure worse so the only way to get rid of the pressure was to do better in school mm-hmm. and to do better in school you'd have to just change what you're doing like change your lifestyle this yeah. man and went so, to bed at 9 p.m every day yes, i believe no, oh so God. yeah i did for a while yeah so there's only two things that worked for me in all of high school and that was a if you're going once you get home don't don't turn on your phone or for me it was don't turn on your laptop <laughs> that's why he never responded <laughs> like, literally turn it off lock it up somewhere put it yeah this like, is why we could not communicate yeah, with donna i know right and then and then go sit somewhere where you are where people like expect you to do your work so for example like i would i would sit at the dinner table because i knew if my mom would turn around and see me playing video games she would beat me but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Asian parenting. She throw, she throw the, she throw the sim. No, not the point. Uh, 
So I, you just go sit somewhere go where... Go to a library, like a... Yeah, library, like a public library where other people are working. Yeah. Or, uh, or just sit in, like, after school, just sit in somebody's room or something. I don't know. Uh, but go somewhere where you're held accountable for your work, right? Do your work there and put your phone and your laptop somewhere else. Like, everything. No Snapchat, no Instagram, no... He doesn't have any of that anyway. Yeah, I, don't, I got rid of it because I was like, yeah, no, I, that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, no, but exactly. That was like, those were the two biggest things that would really mm -hmm. get on me. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, I don't like social media. Because, I don't know, for me personally, yeah, yeah. I'm not. No, he's an old man. He's an old man. I had Instagram for like a month, and we ended up being like, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd check Instagram, and I'd be like, this is Imagine having that type of self awareness like and self control. Which is why I don't have a TikTok. I don't have Snapchat. I don't have any of that. I don't mess with it. Like, you don't need it, honestly. I, I I don't think like you should just like delete everything because I mean if you like social media, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like There's a balance, but like yeah, yeah, I, I you definitely need to find that balance. Like realize that like. Oh my god, like sitting like two hours Not on whatever. Balance, but self control to. Yeah, self control. Yeah, that too. Yes. Because sitting two thing. hours, like obsessing over like other people's lives is not going to get you. And even like. Yeah, exactly. People say, people think self control is very difficult, right? But. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. There's either the self control where you have the yeah, phone next to you. I know, right? And <laughs> yeah. you have to constantly. Disclaimer Donish is like one of the very few people no, no, I know no, to no, have no, a no, life no, no. This is because This is because I didn't have a phone for the but the point is oh, the point oh, that is, too <laughs> the point is is that what you do is there's a, there's two ways to self-control yourself right and that's one either you and i'm using the example of a phone here if you have your phone next to you right then you constantly have to like control yourself from looking at your phone right but what i like to do is i just get rid of it exactly out of sight out of mind and then you just can't think about it like if you if i tell my dad hey can you drop me off at the library Right, and I leave my phone at home, then there's literally I don't even have the option. Oh. Again, why you can't reach this man? You know, so I mean, when you do things like that, you achieve self control in us in the in like one instant, and it's easy. So I don't know. That, that that's just what worked for me. I tried doing that this year, and it actually does work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. No, I think it's definitely easier said than done. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's just if you're really frustrated with yourself and how you're doing in school, that should be enough to motivate you to you know, make changes and, mm -hmm. you know, push yourself to do better. Yeah. And like if it's, it's not, like, get someone to help you. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. You can't reach me. I don't have a phone. I'm across Yeah, no, but, like, on that topic of getting someone to help you, like, I feel like a lot of, especially at the beginning of high school, like, the only reason I was, like, even slightly okay with, like, time management is because my parents are, like, like, like daughter said, like, if they saw me not working, they would, like, beat me up. So, I mean, like, I definitely have, like, my dad, dad's still, like, thing for, like, a lot of high school. <laughs> Asian parenting. Oh, we're just casually recording domestic abuse. But, like, they... Disclaimer, none of our parents, like, actually... Yeah, no, no. But, like, my parents definitely were, like, super stressed. Like, they were stressing me out in, in high school. They were, like, you have to, like, work and get things done. And, I mean, it worked because up until senior year, I was sleeping at, like, 10 every day. So, I mean, it works. It works. <laughs> okay, so for someone who's not weird like donish do you know? <laughs> i love how you're being roasted you're not on the same plane of existence exactly you're not with the common people this man made a whole website for wap you should plug it wapoma well it's been changed uh what's his name syed syed took it over it took it over and he like improved it significantly but yeah, yeah. I agree. He literally, I, <laughs> this I mean, is one of the reasons I got rid of Instagram because he posted about it on his meme page. And, and, and he was hurt and he couldn't take so it anymore. Like, he couldn't oh. take it. <laughs> no, people are like, people do this a lot, right? That they'll look up to somebody who's doing better than them and be like, oh, they're on a different plane of existence. So, for example, for me, it was I'd look up at uh, Jennifer Lynn, right? Yes. I looked up at her all the time. I was like, holy shit, she has her life together, right? And then like people don't realize this but every every person who even even the people who are listening to this podcast like everybody there's someone who is looking up to you right and it's not it's not like your little brother or someone it is actually actually one of the people in your class who look your up peers to you and they're like 
how is their life so so together? And if it's not somebody in your class, it's somebody nah, outside of your school. Bro. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm like, who wants to look up to this? <laughs> the people here are being modest, right? There's always someone looking up to you. And once you have that realization, you realize that nobody's on a different plane of existence, right? It's just that they've achieved something that you can achieve, but you haven't achieved yet. But the point is, is that you can. So do it. Wow, what an inspirational dad. Uh, no, nah, that's what he's for. Or that's what Ricky's for. He's going to give you the motivational speech. <laughs> I'm, giving you, I'm, giving, I'm the complete opposite, no, man. I'm not no, being no, honest, no, man. No, no. I took the easy route. I'm not going to lie. I mean, quote unquote, easy. I didn't easy. take too many APs. I took so yeah, many. Exactly. Like, exactly. Still yeah. It's still hard. hard but like, yeah, exactly. Compared to, comparative. Uh, relatively? Yeah, relatively. Uh, you graduated. Like, that uh, exactly. But got yeah, that got, diploma. You got that piece of paper. I got that scholar. That piece of oh, paper. Yeah. That piece of paper that g- they give you like three months after graduating. Honestly, <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, people look up to you no. in terms of like, no, <clears> I don't <throat> see why, or, like, it's not a, it shouldn't, nobody should, you shouldn't look up to somebody uh, and think that you can't be them because uh, everybody looks up to someone and thinks that way. And it's just proof that everyone can be what they dream to be so basically no, just like yeah. use the people you admire to like lift yourself up yes yeah. yes okay so i asked uh people to send in questions and probably the most common one was is was debakey worth it like uh, is killing yourself over all those uh hard classes just like everything about debakey is it worth it in the end? i think the problem with that question is first of all killing yourself you shouldn't be doing that i mean it was definitely oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely stressful and like at some points it's like a lot of work but if you I don't know. I started like prioritizing stuff and low key not doing work, um, especially towards the end of like high school because you realize that like a lot of some things they assign you you really don't need to do. And I'm not saying like don't do all of your work, but like you don't need to like put in such an amount of effort that it's going to like actually drain you so much to where it's like physically unhealthy. And I definitely was not in the best of health, like, freshman and sophomore year. Um, And, I mean, once you realize that and start, like, you should really prioritize your health over academics um, if it ever gets to that level, you know. But to answer the question, I don't think it wasn't worth it. (laughs) What? I don't think it was worth it. This is a yes or no question, ma'am. Because you've used a double negative, you're not a debate. (laughs) They're going to revoke your diploma. I see them coming! They're here, look! It's Miss Perry! She's on her way! No, no, no. Uh, But, I mean, I feel like it definitely prepared me for college a little bit, especially the block schedule. Like, I appreciated having the block schedule because college is like that. Um, But, I mean, I think it was helpful in many aspects, but I also did not need to take as many hard classes as I did take. Lit was not worth it. If you got the score that you needed to get the credit in college, like, that was definitely also looking at which college accepts what like i'm kind of annoyed that i still have to work on completing my core to complete my major or whatever like you you still have to take these basic classes like you can't avoid these classes like whether you take them in high school or not you're gonna end up taking them in college too so in terms of it's worth it or not like i agree i completely agree with jennifer just like you need to realize that homework is not like everything i think all of us now we look back at our debating experience and we're like wow i can't believe that i was like crying to myself that means yeah like, exactly wherever you are now don't slack off from there. yeah like yeah. I, yeah yeah i definitely i don't want to say like completely slack off and i'm not trying to like invalidate any like stress that you might have but you are kind of creating that stress for yourself <laughs> study study smart not study hard yes you know? In the end of the day, grades are just a number. Like, if you get a B in a class, it's really not the end of the world. You can fix it. Yeah, exactly. Because I came into high school. <laughs> I A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people go. Whatever it is, for you, if it's a B or a C, whatever it is, I, you, it is bad, right? Yeah. But you can still fix it. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people, like, came, I know this from, like, experience, because I was talking to a bunch of people about this. Like, we go into high school, and we're, like, we were the kids, so I never didn't have to try hard to get good grades in junior high and then all of a sudden we come into high school and like oh my gosh I got my first B I failed my first test like I remember sitting in Mrs. Gant's room retaking my first math test ever because I'd failed it like that had never happened to me before and freshman year was really tough like that was the shock that I got freshman year like I it was going to be hard to get good grades like I would have actually have to work for it and I mean like for people who haven't realized that yet wow props to you or you know you just haven't realized yet <laughs> but like it's, it's not the end of the world if you don't get the grades that you want yeah i think it was worth it i mean the 
the biggest thing that I got out of Jamaica was like the community, I guess. Even though like some people are like crazy, <laughs> they wacky. I came out with uh, like half of them. Some are terrible. Should we start naming them? No. Yeah, Donish. Yeah. First of all, like, a problematic. Half of them I still hang out with. Yeah. At UH, like. Yeah. Nearly a third of our our class is at UH, so I still see people. Other thirds so, at UT. I was about to say, like the people on this podcast, like very accurately represent our demographic in terms of like. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. It's literally four Asian. Well, actually, I was gonna say <laughs> okay, four Asian mean. kids, but then I realized we need like. No, no, no. I meant like in terms half of, like, a white kid to be. Like, <laughs> Everyone ended up at UH, UT. Oh, yes. a lot. Of, I think oh, I was a pretty, pretty good chunk yeah. was, was right. Okay. So <laughs> like eight people. <laughs> Out of the 180. It's your tough love parent or your tough love coach or your tough love guardian, right? Who you it's absolutely despise <laughs> because they are horrible to you and it, you're suffering, but they make you, and in the end, they're making you a better person. So on that note, yes, it's worth it. It's Transferring tough. out should be the last thing to do, though. Like, get help first. I, I don't get know. For some people, people I feel like it would have been the like some of them it's really like not giving them so much leeway like that they want to you know have a creative outlet some people they aren't going pre-med they aren't going a, no, like yeah, stem okay that's that's different yeah like don't transfer out because you can't deal with the stress transfer out because there's something else at a different school that you want but you can't get here yeah so for instance there were there was a guy who came here he was a year below us he would have been a senior now his name's arnav Right? Uh, he went to middle school with me. And so okay. he he was super, super smart. Yeah, he was. Right? He transferred out of DeBakey and yeah. transferred to Carnegie. Yeah. Because because he <laughs> because he was looking for like one very specific he wanted a quiz bowl team. That's what he wanted. So he transferred out because there was something else somewhere else for him. But don't transfer out because you can't cope. If yeah. you can't cope, then get help to make you better. Uh, and if it doesn't work, then if that doesn't work, then yes, then you can think about it. But transferring out, transferring out because you're not doing well, is is should be the very last move. You can't, I think there are qualifiers for that. Move. You can't come back from that. Yeah, but I f- still feel like there are a lot of qual- qualifiers to what you said. Yeah. Uh, that's like in, in the end, like you know what's best for yourself. Yeah. yeah. So just be like. Shout out to one of my best friends, Claire. Like she, oh, yeah, she, she transferred. She, yeah. yeah. She transferred after her sophomore year, and she wasn't doing awful. Like she was. Yeah, doing she was. Well. She was. She was doing very well, and I mean, and then I, I mean, like I remember her mom. Like her mom was actually the one who pushed her to transfer out because she was like, you cannot like beat up yourself every day after like not doing as well as you thought, you know. And then I think for her, it's just like the environment Debakey was kind of pushing that onto her mm-hmm. and so, so she transferred to sis which is um sharpstown sharpstown international school yeah sharpstown international school and she like this girl freaking flourished like yeah. she's out here at dartmouth now and she's yeah. happy like yes she did a lot of she did model un she did like all, it's like what um like what, what everyone was saying like if there's something at another school that can you that you want to do and that's not being offered a debate in them by all that's means, a good like, reason to go. that's mm-hmm. a very good reason yeah. to go for it like or like if you have extracurriculars mm-hmm. and you can't dedicate the time so how does the college workload compare it's less and more it's... at the same time Okay, so oh, that's hard to when it's different, so it, going into college, expect, and whether or not this is true for each respective college, you should go in with the expectation that it's going to be as hard as it was. If not more. Yeah. During high yeah. school. Okay? I think with every college. Go in to college with that expectation mm-hmm. because you are most likely, you are most likely going to find a workload that's beneath it, right? The reason college is difficult is not because the workload is harder, but because they is because how it's structured you only have for instance for uh for one of our classes i only had two tests and a final mm-hmm. that was it so 30 percent, 30 percent, and uh, 40 percent. that doesn't make it easier though uh, it I had one was final. by no means easy. <laughs> yeah exactly right, because it's very easy just to just forget about that class mm-hmm. until yeah. two days before the final yeah think that it's like high school where you can cram two days before the final and then 15 minutes before realize that you still have half of the material left mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The difficulty of college is that college brings the art of self-discipline yeah. into learning. Retweet. Retweet. Right. <laughs> Retweet. Yeah. College, college, is no longer, college is no longer about learning new material. It's more about learning how to train yourself to. Yeah. Learning how, how to, to study. 
Yeah, how to study. Yeah, that too. That's exactly yeah. what it is. I mean, that sounds scary. It's not as it's not as it scary really as we make it sound. You grow into whenever, it. Whenever I heard that as a kid, I was like, Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh no, God, it's no, not. Yeah. It's not hard. Yeah, and you definitely okay. grow into it and learn. It. You'll be okay. Yeah. Yes. I remember the summer before college started. I was like, Oh my God, yeah, I'm actually like out. going to college. But like, I eased into it really quickly. Yeah, exactly. I think just like the. The hard part about it is just that you, like what Dodger said, you have so much time to yourself, and mm-hmm. it is up to you of whether, like, how, how you want to organize your time, yes. like, what you want to do in that time. It's a lot of, like, like in high school, you were sitting in class for seven hours. Like, you were forced to, like, do work yeah. for seven hours. Whereas, for me, like, my Fridays, I was done by 10 a.m. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, will, I had the rest of the day to do whatever I want. And you really have, it's a lot of, I think it's a lot of, like, if you want to reach out to professors, then you have to do that on your own. If you if mm-hmm. you want to do something and teach yourself, like you have to do yeah. that. Like you ha- like there's no there's literally no one else that's gonna be behind you and be like yeah. do your work. Like there's no mom that's gonna beat you. Like if you can't <laughs> do your work. But like people people always say that as a bad connotation. I think by the time you hit college, by the time you hit eighteen, and like the system is well designed in this way. By the time you hit eighteen, by the time you enter college, you realize on your own that you 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 are the one that such things are dependent on but you're also capable of it yeah and like you're motivated on your own to do mm-hmm. it. So I think, yeah yeah like that like the fact like going back to that question with like where the debates work and uh, i think debate was very good and you had to like really train yourself to train <laughs> sounds like the military you really have to <laughs> you really have to push yourself to the study and like i think after four years of that it just becomes automatic to you like for me, like, I came out of my classes just, like, really preparing, like, okay, I know when I'm going to study for this and that, <laughs> how I'm going. <laughs> like, you have, like, a good idea. Like, you, like, I think going to college, like, definitely don't, don't underestimate it, but also, like, don't underestimate yourself because, like, you know what to do. I don't know. My experience in college, like, I didn't expect it to be any easier than Debakey, especially since it's rice. It was still harder than I thought it was going to be. Like, I realized I don't know how to study, and honestly, at the moment, I still you really need to learn how to study in college and i've heard this same complaint from a bunch of people um especially during our first round of midterms like you have so much more time but also like you're trying to pursue all these other interests and then you don't you can't sit down and focus on studying at least i can't and like the topics are definitely harder than they were in high school and you really need to commit more time to like actually learning the material and as someone who doesn't know how to study it's kind of hard because you're trying to spend so much more time but you're not using it efficiently I have to like try all these different methods so like I feel like right now for me anyway it's kind of like a trial and error type of period to figure out like what's gonna work best for me in college but it's not like you don't completely know like I, I think it's just, like what I meant like was just that it's not like you're gonna go to college you're gonna you're gonna like skip a bunch of class I definitely did not skip any class <laughs> or go no, definitely not I definitely not skip all any of my classes but I'm just saying like we're definitely like the discipline that the baby gave you was it was good enough where when you went to college like you weren't completely like you weren't taking it for com- completely gra- for granted yeah. you know like you weren't just going there and like literally just trashing yourself and like going out to parties I definitely I also definitely did not do that <laughs> <laughs> like, like, definitely like, not I'm just, like, you you went in it's with like a, you went in yeah. with like, a good amount of discipline yeah you know? mm-hmm. like enough to where you weren't just like you know just like throwing it all away uh huh you know? yeah. I mean, I kind of separated college social life versus college academic life. Academics is definitely a lot harder, but like socially, it's amazing. Like the yeah. people are so nice, and I this applies for like all colleges because everyone that I've like caught up with, they're like, oh my gosh, I meet like all of these like amazing inspirational people, and it's it's like so yeah, cool to hear about. Person. TLDR, right? TLDR. Uh, <laughs> no, wow. Long story short, the bulk load, right, is probably is probably either about what you have now or less, but it primarily depends on uh, what classes you're yeah. taking, right? Like, for example, <laughs> yeah, if, you go, like, it's a lot if harder. you go to a STEM school and you take mostly fine arts classes, then you are definitely going to have a lower, uh, a lower workload? Guess, workload than anybody yeah. else. But if you go to, like, a fine arts school and you take mostly STEM classes, you're also going to have a fine, lower workload. It's also, mm-hmm. like, how many hours The difficult, yeah. 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 It's how, it is very much dependent on what classes you choose. So it's not going to be as standardized as all of like high school is. Yeah. But uh, the real difficulty in college is that things are structured differently, and 
self-discipline becomes self-discipline becomes a very there's barely any structure you just yeah you have classes but they don't take attendance the most challenging part about college is you have so much free time Mm -hmm. you literally have your entire day to plan out on your own yeah you're not dependent on anybody for rides i mean unless you go to yeah unless you Exposed her. I'm sorry. Wait, no, she knows the signs. It's okay. Okay. I support you. I'm sorry. No, but so you're not. You can wake up whenever you want. You can go like do your hobbies whenever you want. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want whenever you want. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so cool. Uh, but you can still learn. You don't have all to tell your, your parents every single time when I yes, go out. Yes, you like, don't have to tell your parents every time you want to go out unless you live at home. It's crazy. Yeah, you, you basically don't have a curfew. You don't. Oh my god. Yeah, unless you live at home. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <you're, laughs> oh look, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, commute. No, okay. Sucks. No, but, <laughs> not really. It's fine. Uh, and then, yeah, 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 that's about it. Okay. And do you guys have any like college application? We don't know. Oh, no! <laughs> the inevitable question! Let's get, mine, let's get mine out of the way. Yes, go ahead, right, Ricky. So I, I uh, applied to three colleges because our counselors made us apply to three colleges. Really? Oh, I, I didn't even know that. Wait, three. no, that no, no. Ty only applied to UH. Dude, really? uh, well, you literally applied to UH. Well, yes. what I looked at was the free applications and the ones that didn't need, like, a essay or anything. Because I already knew I wanted to go to UH. So, I literally just paid the $75 for the application fee for UH. Oh my god, that's so expensive. And they didn't need an essay or anything, so I just looked for UH. I, I applied to HBU. They gave me a terrible package. <laughs> um, and Baylor, because they're all free. So, yeah. Solid. Mm-hmm. College is a scam, y'all. They just uh, want money Oh yeah, also, everything. $12 to send your uh, send AP your scores. Everything is paid for. Oh my god. Wait, okay. Before we get into like college applications and everything, like I think like we all agree on this, like no one knows what goes on in the college yeah. application. Like no one knows. In no fact, one. we having done the college application process and are being asked now, mm-hmm. we probably know less now than the seniors who are applying now. Yeah. Because the seniors have been spending the last three months preparing their college apps. I, on the other hand, and Emily and Ricky and Jennifer have forgotten everything that we did. <laughs> I don't remember any of my essays. I don't oh, remember the process of actually applying. Oh, I don't remember any. I don't remember. I don't remember like. What... Everyone's like turning off the podcast. No, 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 I really hope that's not the case. But like, we never got feedback on what was special about our applications or what wasn't special about our applications. We never found out what people liked or what was important yeah that kind of thing is and i mean i guess i guess this is what makes college apps so convoluted is because those to judge somebody subjective to judge somebody over another person is so subjective that there's no real like formula to do yeah so, there really is right the only the only consistency i've seen is that one uh your very basic scores need to be need to be on par with the rest of the thing like it's going to be difficult it's going to be really difficult if you apply to harvard or something with low sat scores and low uh, gpas right so that's like the baseline and then the second thing is extracurriculars in which case extracurriculars do something that is meaningful that is the big thing don't do something just for bulk Mm -hmm. right don't join a club and become president just because you get to say it on your resume. Yeah. That's not gonna work. You don't you don't join things to say it. Mm-hmm. You join things to do it and saying and talking about it is the byproduct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like yeah, with your essays too, like the writing process, it makes it so much easier when you're actually writing about something that do something you're cool. interested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it you if you just If I you think, like basketball, talk about basketball. Yeah. Like if you I think a big problem is just like everyone's all like, oh, I need to join, like, I need to start a club, like, join a bunch of clubs, and like become this officer position. And like, that's gonna, like, that's definitely gonna show them, like, like show them that I'm definitely a valid, valid person to upset. But like, it's, I think, like, like, like I said before, you don't, we don't really, really don't know what goes on in the office. Like, we don't know what they want every year. Like, I think, especially with our class, there are so many, so many people that we thought like had the perfect resume. Yeah. Are definitely set to go this and that. But they didn't. They didn't get it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think with college applications, just like yeah, it's a really stressful process. Just mm-hmm. like, what, like figuring like what do they want from me? Like what do they want to hear from me? But it's 
to make it easier for yourself, like, you have to be as honest as, as you can. Like, yeah, like, okay, like, maybe you can boost some parts or whatnot, but, like, if you, like... <laughs> <laughs> but if I you, have a perfect SAT score, <laughs> a 4.5 GPA. I cured cancer. I but, cured cancer yesterday. <laughs> but colleges will definitely see through it if you're just, like, making a bunch of BS yeah. and, like, trying to paint yourself as someone that you're definitely mm-hmm. not. And also, in the end, I think, like, you cannot... I, I remember crying over many rejections, but um, oh. but you end up where you need to end up, and I think a big part of the process is colleges. Like yes, it's like first you're qualified to go here, but it's also like whether you would belong there, like where they would provide the environment that they think will be helpful for mm-hmm. you. Like if they really think that like you're gonna be happy there. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm like I definitely did not. <laughs> I, did not I did not think I would be going to UT. I was not gonna lie. I was trashing on it. But I'm happy, like, <laughs> with tears on my face. <laughs> I, I definitely, like, am glad, like, how everything went. Went like, yeah, I applied to a bunch of schools and might have wasted a lot of money on application fees. But, like, Ouch. still, I'm happy where I ended up. And I think, like, that's that's the end goal, like, just to end up somewhere where you're happy. And I know, like, a lot of people say this, like, where you go for your undergraduate really doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. it's just as long as you're happy there. And also, like, whether you are making that experience good like yeah it doesn't matter if you go to an ivy and you end up end up coming out with like a really <laughs> gpa because you decided like oh just because i mean I'm it here. matters but Wait, no 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 yeah like, yeah. I'm, like no, no no i'm saying like don't don't apply for a college it for matters the name. but it's not going to affect your happiness it will change the outcome of your no, life no, no, no i'm saying like it doesn't but matter if you like if you're gonna go to like such an esteemed like highly esteemed school but like not do well there just because you thought like the name was gonna take you. Oh well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Okay. Don't get the university like your title. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's all about as you as a student too. Mm-hmm. Like how about you as a person? Yeah. Yeah. Um. For okay, so I like just talked to a senior about like college apps, so I like kind of have Wait, things to cover or, uh, yeah okay. so I kind of like have a couple things to cover. I applied to like act like legitimately twenty schools. Don't do that. Do your research because I had no idea where I was like where I wanted to go. So I applied to like all the UCs, Berkeley, and like like all the northeastern schools, and you know all anything yeah. basically. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You can apply to. You should apply to as many. No, schools but like in terms, yeah, but like yeah, for some people, yeah. Like if you know that you don't want to leave the state, or if you know that you don't want to leave the city, I know a lot of people who are like that, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you know where you want to go, yeah, and you know you know you can get in, then don't waste your time but like I had no idea where I wanted to yeah, go yeah if you don't know where you want to go and or if you just want to be like one of uh, one of like either me or Jennifer who are like I want to hit every Ivy League that I can every UC I can and hope <laughs> that maybe one of them will be like maybe one of them will check the wrong box <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah you should talk, no, okay, but you should I mean if and it's called the shotgun approach right you <laughs> I mean, you should you should apply to. As I didn't many even know that's a thing. If, as you as you can, if you want. Well, I mean, I think it's more efficient to do your research first yeah. and then pick what you wanted. I was like, I mean, I've yeah, heard this name before. Let me apply here. You just need to start early. <laughs> but I my family didn't have any idea to like what to do with college apps. Yeah. I was the first one. I I was like I didn't start my applications until like September. Yeah. So I mean, that's one thing, and then. Well, we're telling whoever's listening. To podcast right now start early like yeah exactly yeah start in like kind of late for 2020 but yeah yeah you're a junior right uh-huh. yeah so all of your all of your oh, yeah. all of your classmates have I would yeah. think summer, summer start at the beginning of summer yeah like because they have those common essay topics to do all summer let's be yeah. honest mm-hmm. y'all it really doesn't hurt you yeah it's yet. not gonna hurt yeah. you the essays are out just mm-hmm. write some essays read about the colleges, like actually do those applications yeah. before school starts. And then once school starts, you don't have to worry about it. Exactly. If I'm being honest though, like I did attempt to start in the summer and then like I think I properly started when school started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Like if, if like- But that boost helps. It, it does help, but like I think in the summer you don't, don't stress yourself trying to like get essays done or whatnot. Like it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a whole process. Like mm-hmm. I was doing applications all the way up until like the like very last the deadline and I, think, <laughs> I don't think there's any problem with doing that because yeah. like with time your essays are going to improve and you're going to real like you're going to look back at your old essays and be like like like, like Rick of it yeah. like he's going <laughs> to be like what the hell did I just write like I can't believe yeah, exactly. that was good so. yeah 
So like if you if you start early, you'll have time to like let it sit for a little bit, and that way you're like out of yeah, the same yeah, meds mindset. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, write about something that you're passionate about. Like yeah. I, my first essays were about um, some sort of pre-med club I did at Bakey or something like that. Wow. Something, something really stupid. Never no, I didn't make a club. It was a club I joined and then promptly did not attempt. For the rest of the day. Posa. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I attempted Posa. Uh, but. Uh, the point was was that I started my essays like that, and then I realized that I had no relation to this club. I did not know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. It would not mean anything, right? Mm-hmm. And then it didn't occur to me until several months later that my best essays are about things that I really care about. Yeah. So for me, it was like religion, right? Mm-hmm. I would, I can write, I can write essays about religion because religion is a huge part of my On life. Another, I right? cannot. <laughs> yeah, same. I wrote about art. Yeah. Definitely have like people look over it. I showed my essays to Miss Franz and um Miss Zhang um and I mean (laughs) (laughs) I mean don't give it to people who can't write yeah yeah and I I showed it to like Cindy and some of my other friends and I like looking back at the first draft like it definitely developed a lot and having an outsider like keep an open mind having an outsider's perspective definitely helps um and don't be too defensive about your writing I know like when I when I show yeah. terrible, you're not you're not Ernest Hemingway. You're all horrible. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um just keep an open mind, don't get too defensive. I definitely like had a step back from a lot of my essays because they were like some of them were really personal essays and I took it personally when people started attacking the essay. But I mean, they're just trying to like give it to people who you know have your best interests at heart and like who you think know you and would be able to um discern that in an essay you don't want to give it to people who wouldn't be very constructive or like you know don't know you so well to where they're like editing your essay and then it doesn't it's not a part of you anymore you you know it's like if a friend picks up your paper from like the road or whatever like they should read it and know that you wrote it like that's the way yeah that's the way your essay should be and you know this when you know this when you're proofreading because when somebody like when somebody's proofreading your paper and they change it, they change the sentence not because it's grammatically better the way they've changed it, mm-hmm. right? They haven't made a grammatical correction, yeah. But they've changed it stylistically. Mm-hmm. Don't let them do that. Yeah, fix exactly. The grammatical mistakes. Exactly. Yeah. Don't fix the rest of it. And uh-huh. just, it's, it's it's grammatical and also like just and You want to be coherent because mm-hmm. I know that like. I wrote like really long sentences. Same, like, yeah, like, yeah. Really yeah like, Jose would roast me for those all yeah. the time. Because I would think like I need to like I need to cram every single like yeah. thought I have in this. Yeah. Like, you really don't. And like having other people look over that and then them like telling you like, bro, I don't know what I just read. Like that, yeah. that's yeah, that's exactly. Really yeah. That's right. Really if you're having trouble writing the essays, just go. It's like a diary, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your as you start, the ideas will come to you. Yeah, college essays are important. They show, sorry, <laughs> they show like admissions officers, like like who you really are. Like that's really the only thing that distinguishes yeah, yeah. you besides like your stats. Um, and I've heard like that that's really important because otherwise they don't know you. You're just another statistic to them. Um, so definitely be unique, but also genuine in your essays. Have other people look at it. Keep it an open mind, and you know, make sure that it's quality. By the like, you should be happy with your essays when you submit it. Um, because I feel like those were my best essays when I was like really, really proud of my essay. Right, and Emily, I was really glad that you, I was really glad that you mentioned earlier um, about how you actually didn't want to go to UT originally, but yeah. ended up going there. I know a lot of people have been struggling with that. So could you like go in more about that? Oh, I mean, I really wanted to go to Rice. Like I did, I did research there. I've been like I live really close to it. I always thought like, oh my god, like this is where I'm meant to be comes decision day rice tells me you know what we don't want you and like that completely oh. broke me because i thought that you know with hours or like months writing an essay and like preparing myself and trying to you know and like in the interview too like trying to like show them like you know what like i i really really i really, please take me you know <laughs> and it really sucks when they like you know you get the letter and it's not what you want but like yeah like transfers are a thing but i think really in the end like, I'm not just saying just slack off and let fate take you wherever, but it's like the college that the college that accepts you, they accept you for a reason, and they accept you because they think that you know you would be a really good fit there and you would be happy there. And I mean, I'm glad that like I had other options other than UT, but I'm really I'm really happy that I I go there now just because it's it's far from home, but not too far from home, but good enough far from home, <laughs> but also just because 
I originally thought that I was gonna go to like a really small school just like the baby because I thought like I was you know I thought that was my environment I thought that you know what I need to stay in like a really you know small class have like really close relationships with teachers and all of that but going to UT made me realize like I actually enjoy the aspect of being of being such a large school because I meet all kinds of people I also like the I also like the idea that like it kind of takes the stress off when you're like only one student out of like a lot of students you know like you don't have to feel like the teacher knows you and everything about you you know I just think like you can't like you you really can't let college decisions like decide who you are like decide like what you're capable of like just because you didn't get into like a certain school does not mean that you're less than yeah, what you are yeah exactly like, it really it doesn't really does not define you so like yeah like, you got a rejection but like literally i look back yeah. at i look back at that day when i like literally cried i was crying in tamashi yeah. sorry to tamashi restaurant workers like, wait are we talking about that ramen place that ramen place no, yeah. no, no, no. i went oh there for God. the first time and Yo, I it, was it was so amazing. good was really yeah good you yeah. were crying there? I was crying there. No! Please. Like, split over napkins for me to cry. No! But I look back in that day, and I'm like, I, I kind of laugh because I'm just like, they're like, that's that's probably like one rejection out of many that I'm probably going to get. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait. No, because you applied ED, right? Yeah. 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 I, I remember in psych. Yeah, like, that day was definitely stressful. But it's just like, you, you definitely have to accept that you're going to get some rejections. You're going to yeah. win some, you lose some. But it's not the end of the world when you don't get into where you think that you're meant to be or whatnot. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, like, wherever you go, you're going to find your way there. And mm-hmm. even if it really doesn't work out for you, transfers are a thing. When, yeah. we, say, when we say college doesn't define you, I mean, that's, that's a heavy statement to say, right? It's that I say it with all of my chest. No, <laughs> I say it with my diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> Project. Um, okay, so it's a heavy statement for two reasons, right? Because one... It's not entirely true. Where you go to college will change the outcome of your life, right? Because and it's like no, it's like college. It's like high school, right? If you if I had gone to Belair, or if then I would be in a different place than I would today. If I had gone to UH or if I had gone to UT, then I would be in a different place than I am today. This is your but room. That being <laughs> that being said, right? Once you get to college. The biggest, the biggest lessons that you learn from college, things like how to self-discipline yourself, or how to deal with, uh, how to deal with certain types of work, or uh, what hobbies you're going to end up pursuing. Most of those are going to remain the same whichever college you go to. The reason you want to go to a good college is so that you have the ability to challenge yourself to a certain degree, and so that you are surrounded by people yeah. who can challenge you. Right? Like, you're, you're put in a good environment yeah. that can support you. Yeah. Like, yeah. the reason you go to a good college is to be surrounded by people who think like you and want to be challenged like you. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't end up at the college that is right, that you think is right for you, you can still affect yeah. the same change. Yeah, you, you can, can still, still find your group of people. No matter where you go. I think yeah. it's entirely like what you made yeah. of it, too. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean... College is not like high school where your school defines you. Yeah, college exactly. Is, college is the place where you learn to define yourself. Hey, you reached the end of the podcast. Um, If you listened all the way through, congratulations. You have a patience that I admire. But also, I hoped you learned something, and I hope there was something in there that made you smile or made you feel a little more hopeful for the future. Because I know that college is a really stressful idea, at least for me. Um, When I think about the future, that's like my biggest stressor. I'm always worried about it. I keep thinking about where am I going to end up? Am I going to be able to provide for myself or my future family? Am I going to end up happy? And I have a lot of these uh, questions and I worry about my career and stuff. But the thing is, when you start, like, I don't know, thinking about it in a different way, and you interact with more of these people, you know, these alumni who have gone through the arguably the hellhole that is DeBakey and made it out alive and very successful, you start to realize that maybe stressing out about the future along with stressing out about like your schoolwork or the next test or the quiz you have every single day this week, maybe it's not that worth it, you know, maybe you'll make it through just fine. You'll end up wherever you need to go so long as you try. Yeah.
so I hope this gave you guys a little bit of hope and for all of you guys out there who gets just as stressed about the future and college as I do man I feel you I've cried about this many 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 times so yeah I really empathize with you but just remember it's all going to be okay I mean you're what from between 14 to 18 right now yeah i actually don't know who listens to this i should really look into my demographic but no matter what age you are um if you haven't gone to college yet i don't know you're barely even a fifth of the way through your life and these concerns that you have these little stresses i don't want to invalidate what you're feeling and what you feel um upset about but just remember that in the end, it's all so small, and you don't have to worry about doing something or working your butt off for something that you're not passionate about, but something that you decide to do because, I don't know, society views it as the definition of success. Do your own thing, go your own way, and so long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else in the long run, then everything will be okay. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, have a good night! Mm-hmm.